Have you spent a lot of time trying to determine the best way to homeschool like I have? This is the Homeschool Sanity Show, the episode where I will argue that trying to homeschool the best way may not give you the homeschool sanity you're looking for. I'm Dr. Melanie Wilson, Christian psychologist turned homeschool mom and curriculum author. And this is the podcast helping you wave goodbye to worry and say hello to a happy homeschool. Hey, homeschoolers. Last episode, I talked about why you don't have to get caught up. This episode, I will share why you don't necessarily have to homeschool the best way. I was listening to the Everyday Style podcast with Jennifer Mackey Mary, and she had an episode about why you don't have to dress your best all the time. And I really, really appreciated it. So for example, with my body type, crewnecks don't look the best on me. Skinny jeans don't look the best on me. And having bright colors and patterns on my top half as opposed to my bottom half don't look the best on me. But that doesn't mean that I can't ever wear a crew neck or skinny jeans or a bright patterned shirt or jacket on my top half. And in the same way, I don't have to homeschool the best way all the time for my kids. And in fact, it's my opinion, having listened to Jennifer, that Trying to homeschool the best way may not give you the homeschool sanity you are craving. So instead, this episode, I am going to encourage you to assess your homeschooling style options in light of your personality, your kids' needs, and your life circumstances. And I believe that if you do that, the benefit for you is that you can homeschool and be happy too. I believe your kids will benefit, your marriage can benefit, and even your kids' academics can benefit. So let's talk about what it means to not homeschool the best possible way all the time. And to do that, I'm going to use three different approaches to homeschooling as examples. We'll talk about the Charlotte Mason approach. We'll talk about the classical approach, and then we'll talk about unschooling. But no matter where you fall in terms of your desired style or whatever you think is the quote-unquote best way to homeschool, you can learn a lot, I think, about how to apply this to your own life. So my first action step I would have you take is to assess your preferred or quote-unquote best homeschool style in light of your personality. And those of you who have heard me talk about personality on this podcast in the past or you have seen me at the great homeschool conventions talk about personality, you know that I use the four temperaments to discuss personality rather than a Myers-Briggs approach or a Enneagram approach. And the reason I do is because I think it's so much easier to remember four different personality types that can combine 
into some common combinations. But even more importantly, it is focused on what you want most in your life based on your personality type. So if you are a sanguine personality type, which is my dominant personality type, what you want most is fun, however you define that. I define that with a lot of variety and novelty, as I've discussed recently. But I want my homeschooling, of course, to be fun. And so if I am choosing a Charlotte Mason approach to homeschooling, what about that approach seems fun to me? Well, one thing that seems fun is going out on nature walks and doing nature-based science. I have talked about that on the podcast in the past. So if I'm a sanguine and I really want fun, then Charlotte Mason checks that box for me. But if I am a choleric personality and what I want most in my life is control, how does Charlotte Mason apply to that? Well, it is a very clear-cut approach to teaching, especially language arts, where I know that I'm going to have my child do narration, I'm going to have my child do copy work and dictation, and that can appeal to a choleric parent who wants control and cut and dried efficient ways of teaching. So Charlotte Mason could fit in that instance. If I am a melancholy parent and I like order, and I'm also a a bit of a perfectionist, those approaches to teaching language arts will really appeal to you as a melancholy parent. And I think there is also the sense of quietness that comes from being in the outdoors more often that would appeal to you as a melancholy homeschooler. What if you are a phlegmatic homeschooler? Then what you want most of all in your life and in your homeschool is peace and leisure time. And I think what would really appeal to you about the Charlotte Mason approach is the short lessons. And the lessons are short enough that you're not likely to get a ton of pushback from your kids about this homeschooling approach. So that would work for you. So what I have done is shown you how you can take whatever homeschool style you think is the best and ask yourself, what aspects of that particular style will give you what you want according to your personality. Of course, you could do this same process with your kids, but I think it's important to start with ourselves first. So which aspects appeal to you and your personality? The next step then is to ask ourselves which aspects of the homeschool style that we are considering or that we think is best could potentially interfere with what we want most. So as a sanguine, primarily, I want things to be fun. And for me, doing a lot of planning isn't very fun. And teaching a lot of Shakespeare isn't very fun. Now, of course, we can modify a style, right? 
but I'm not going to go into that just yet. But those would be some potential um, interferences for me to consider when I think about using the Charlotte Mason approach to homeschooling. Next, if you're a choleric parent and you want control, it might bother you to be more flexible, shall we say, in your approach to science. And there's not uh, this ordered series of lessons that you're going to be teaching with experiments. And actually, that is another interference point potentially with Charlotte Mason. If you are a melancholy parent, you might not like that you don't necessarily have a structured curriculum to follow. However, there are curricula that will walk you through using a Charlotte Mason approach, but I'm simply speaking in principle. You may not like that particular aspect of the approach. And then finally, if you are a phlegmatic parent and you want no conflict, (laughs) you want peace in your home, then having your kids spend more time outside and not being occupied with traditional worksheets and textbooks might steal your peace if your kids are complaining and are lacking structured things to do. Okay, so these are just examples, and you might be listening as I say these things and you say, but that's not true. That's not true for Charlotte Mason. I am just throwing out some potential answers that you might have as you walk through your personality and what you consider to be the best style for you. So do that assessment for yourself. Give your answers, not my answers, based on your personality. If you are not familiar with the four temperaments and you feel like you need more information about this typology for personality, I advise you to get a copy of Personality Plus by Florence Lidauer, and I will put a link to that book in the show notes for you. So the next step in figuring out how you can homeschool for homeschool sanity and not necessarily the best way is to assess your optimal style in light of your kid's needs, your particular kid's needs. So to do this, we'll talk about the classical approach to homeschooling. So first, you're going to want to assess your kid's personality. If you're like me and you have multiple children, you may have a preponderance of one personality over the others. And it's still important to consider this as you consider using one particular homeschooling style with all of your kids. So in my home, we are much more sanguine and choleric with a bit of phlegmatic and even less melancholy thrown in. So I would assess the classical approach and think, I would like this from my own choleric personality standpoint that I have more control and efficiency in using a classical approach. And with my kids' personalities, considering using the classical approach, 
I would find that the fun aspect could be had by putting my kids into a classical conversations group or community. And the choleric kids would like the achievement of the classes and moving from one level of learning to the next. They would really enjoy that. My somewhat melancholy kids would like the order of that, that there is a clear structure of what you are learning at each stage of your development. And then the peaceful, more leisure kids approach might like that they can do some reading and that they have their lessons assigned. And then once those are completed, they are done. So after you have assessed your kids' personalities and what they would like or have interfere with them the most, and I haven't even covered that with classical, uh, but I can do that really quickly, the fun-loving, sanguine kids that you have might not enjoy the lack of um, more experiential kinds of work and field trips and that kind of thing. Again, I'm, I'm talking about a strictly classical approach and your choleric um, kids might not like having all of their lessons kind of dictated to them. This is the approach that you're going to use and you don't have very much say-so about how that's done. And then your melancholy child may not like being in a classical conversations community. They may wish to just be doing everything at home. And of course, there is a way to do that, but we're not talking about that right now. And then your your peace, peaceful, desiring, phlegmatic child may feel like the more rigorous nature of a classical approach is just not for them. Okay, so now we've covered the personality of our kids. Next, we want to evaluate the learning style of our children and does it mesh well with the particular homeschooling approach we are considering. So if you are considering a classical approach, which tends to involve a lot more reading, do you have kids who learn verbally or not? If they learn best by reading is really what I meant to say. If they're if that is their preferred learning style, then fantastic. A classical approach will work really, really well. My kids do learn very well by reading. I do have a child who is more auditory focused and it is possible that many of the books that I would want him to read, he could get the audio for them. If you have kids who are more hands-on and experiential or who prefer to watch videos, for example, then a classical approach might not be as good a fit as another homeschooling style. And then finally, you want to consider your kids' special needs apart from a learning style. So I have a child who has more ADHD characteristics than some of the others and doing lots of writing, handwritten work, and lots of reading in books would be somewhat counterproductive for him. 
My kids who are more advanced learners would probably really do well using a strict classical approach because it would allow them to feel that they were being challenged and they could move quickly through their studies to the next level. The final suggestion I have for you in determining how to homeschool without necessarily choosing the best way is to assess the style you're considering in light of your current circumstances. So let's say you are considering unschooling. Do you have the time and energy that unschooling requires? If you listen to my podcast with Carla Marie Williams, you will discover that unschooling does not mean that you hang out on the couch while you wait for your kids to find enthralling subjects to study diligently. That is not what real unschooling is, in my opinion, and I think most unschoolers are nodding with me right now. That is not what unschooling is. It's more of guided learning where you are facilitating your kids' desired areas of study. So do you have the time right now in your life and the energy to do what is required to make unschooling work for your family? And then next, we have to ask ourselves if we have the finances that are necessary for using this particular approach. With unschooling, you're going to be spending more money potentially on classes, helping your kids set up a business or um, get materials that might be expensive in order for them to proceed in their own course of study. Do you have the finances to make that work? And of course, if we were not talking about unschooling, we were talking more about a strict box curriculum approach or a fully online curriculum, do you have the finances that support that? And then finally, we have to ask ourselves if we have the support that we need to make our desired learning approach work for us. So do our state laws support us in unschooling or is it more challenging for us to provide proof that we have done science and taught the material and lessons that are required by our state law. Now, if your state laws don't dictate that, then that's not a concern. Do you have a spouse who is supportive of your particular style of homeschooling that you are considering or would like to pursue? If you have a spouse who wants to see worksheets completed, who wants to see grades being given for tests that are taken, then unschooling might not be the best approach for you. So after we have done these things, we've assessed the style or potentially a type of curriculum that we are considering in light of our personality, in light of our kids' needs, and in light of our circumstances, you may realize that this is going to be a tough road for you to try to follow 
a Charlotte Mason approach, a classical approach, or an unschooling approach all the time and choose it as your best way that you must conform to. I have done a podcast episode on eclectic homeschooling, and that is the approach that I use. But you don't have to be an eclectic homeschooler in order to make these approaches work for you most of the time. My point in this episode is that we don't have to be strict in using any of these approaches because in trying to be strictly a Charlotte Mason homeschooler, for example, we can really lose our joy and we can lose the purpose behind our homeschooling. As I said in last week's episode, no one goes into homeschooling thinking, my goal for homeschooling is for my kids to finish the books. (laughs) Our goal is to raise disciples, kids who love to learn and know how to learn the things that they want to learn and how to meet their goals. And we want kids of character, we want strong families, but we are not in homeschooling in order to finish the book. And we are also not in homeschooling to follow a strict approach to homeschooling. We're not trying to check the boxes for the Charlotte Mason people or the classical people or the unschoolers online. Clearly, that is not what we are about. So what we can do is we can say, you know what? Most of the time, what works for me as a fun homeschooling mom is unschooling. That is what I like to do. I love to learn along with my kids and help support them in pursuing their own interests. I really, really enjoy that. But right now, I don't have the energy because I have a health problem or I don't have the time because I have a new baby at home to do that in the best way. So instead, I'm going to adopt more of a textbook approach for a time or I'm going to have my kids in outside classes because I don't have the bandwidth to homeschool all the time in what I think is the best way for me and my kids. Homeschool sanity comes from choosing a style or a curriculum that fits your personality, your kids' needs, and your circumstances. Instead of choosing what you think is the best, evaluate what will save your sanity. We can homeschool and be happy too. And the benefits for us and our kids are many. They go beyond academics. Even though I look my best in v-necks, boot cuts, and white and bright colors on the bottom rather than on my top half, you will see me wearing a crew neck, skinny jeans, and a bright shirt. And I might see you using a box curriculum, even though that is not the best homeschool style for you. And it's all okay. To find the links to this episode, go to homeschoolsanity.com slash best way. 
Have a happy homeschool week. Thank you for joining me on the journey to homeschool sanity. I would love to continue the conversation. You can find me on social media at homeschool sanity. And if you haven't heard it lately, let me remind you, you're doing a great job. This has been a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.